Well, hi, word nerds. How are you today? I hope you're listening to this on today. You can't. If you can't. You can only listen to this on September sixteenth, twenty twenty one. After that, it's just not possible to listen to this one. Uh, all right, let's just talk about the words. Uh, the first word is we got more coffee words. Coffee clutch. Now, how do you say that? You could say clutch, clutch, clitch. Excuse me, I burped. Um, you can also spell it. Well, let's see. It can be two words with or without a hyphen. And the word clotch can be spelled K-L-A-T-C-H or K-L-A-T-S-C-H. Coffee clotch. Noun from 1895. And the synonym is, well, it's coffee clotch. But it is all one word and it is spelled K-A-F-F-E-E. K-L-A-T-S-C-H. Coffee clutch. I guess we'll uh, read about that in the K's. I hope it's a dessert. Cool. Next is coffee maker. One word. Noun from 1848. A utensil or appliance. I would also like to throw in my two cents here. Or human. In which coffee is brewed. Because a human can be a coffee maker. They're the one making the coffee. With the utensil or appliance, they're co-making, they're co-coffee making. All right, next is coffee mill, two words, noun from 1691, a mill for grinding coffee beans. Next is coffee pot. A coffee pot can be a coffee maker, noun from 1704, a pot for brewing and serving coffee. Next is coffee ring, two words, noun from 1924, coffee cake in the shape of a ring it's just more more coffee cake i don't think i've ever seen this before a coffee ring next is coffee roll two words noun from 1945 a sweet roll i guess maybe you have it with a coffee or you dip it in coffee and that's why it's called a coffee roll i've never had this why have i not had this i mean i've had rolls that are sweet maybe i have had a coffee roll i don't know Moving on to coffee room, two words, it's a whole room of coffee, noun from 1691, a room where refreshments are served, possibly for a, a, uh, a coffee hour or a coffee break, it's the coffee room. Next is coffee royal, two words, noun from 1733, a drink of black coffee and liqueur, or just liquor. What, what kind of liquor are you putting in your black coffee? I mean, I've heard of, I mean, people put in lots of things into their coffee, but I've heard those just as like coffee and this, this type of thing. Um, uh, but what, so would it, is a coffee royal with a specific liquor? I need to know these things. I would like to put some Baileys in my coffee. Next is coffee shop. Two words, noun from 1831, a small restaurant. It's just a little coffee shop. Next is coffee table, two words with a hyphen, adjective from 1962, of relating to or being an article, as a book or magazine, intended for display, as on a coffee table. Wait a minute. So, coffee table, two words with a hyphen, is the thing that is displayed on a coffee table? I have never heard that used that way. I've heard coffee table book, but not just coffee table it's a coffee table no the coffee table is the table 
Well, so that's the next thing. That's the next thing on our list of words. It's coffee table. Two words. There's no hyphen. Noun from 1877. A low table customarily placed in front of a sofa called also cocktail table. Yes, we saw that recently when we got to cocktail table. Um, these are fine. You got you put your stuff on there, um, but it's not very good for eating dinner on because you got to hunch over. The funny thing about that is that I often do eat dinner at the coffee table, uh, although I usually put my feet up on the table on a pillow, and then I just have the plate on my lap. But sometimes if it's maybe kind of messy, then I'll then I'll put it on the coffee table. But it's a little uncomfortable. I'm not going to lie. Next is coffee tree. Two words. Noun from 1732. One, a tree, as Arabica, that produces coffee. Arabica is a type of tree that produces coffee. Number two. The synonym is Kentucky coffee tree. 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 Next is coffer or coffer c-o-f-f-e-r first form noun from the 13th century one the synonym is chest especially the synonym strong box number two the synonyms are treasury and funds and that is usually used in plural uh, number three a recessed panel in a vault ceiling or soffit uh, this is from the latin cofinus which means basket. Second form of coffer is a transitive verb from the 14th century. One, to store or hoard up in a coffer. That would be in the vault and the ceiling and the soffits and the other places. Number two, to form as a ceiling with recessed panels. Next is cofferdam. Is that how you would say it? Cofferdam? Cofferdam. Coffer, and then D-A-M, one word, noun, from 1736. One, a watertight enclosure from which water is pumped to expose the bottom of a body of water and permit construction as of a pier. Number two, a watertight structure for making repairs below the waterline of a ship. Next is coffin. Coffin, you know what a coffin is, probably. First form, noun from 1525, a box or chest for burying a corpse. And then compare to the word casket. It's just another another name for it. I don't think they're different, caskets and coffins. That is where you put the dead bodies. Some, some people put the dead bodies in coffins. Other people uh, put them other places or they burn them up. Uh, but yes, those are usually the two options. But there's other things that you can do with dead bodies. Um, why are we talking about this? You can put them in, you can crush them down into gems. You can put them into a, turn them into a tree. There's so many ways that you can, you can do what you can do with your dead body when you're done with it. You you have finished using that, that meat bag and then you can do something else with it. All right. Uh, middle English basket receptacle. That's what coffin means. Next is the second form of coffin transitive verb from 1564. To enclose in or as if in a coffin. I don't think I would want to be alive and be in a coffin. But it might be a nice place to take a nap. Next is coffin bone. Two words, noun from circa 1720. The principal bone enclosed within the hoof of a horse. Called also 
pedal bone, P-E-D-A-L. Why is this called a coffin bone? I don't understand that. You didn't give me no explanations. Next is coffin corner, two words, noun from 1940, one of the corners formed by a goal line and a sideline on a football field into which a punt is often aimed so that it may go out of bounds close to the defender's goal line. Uh, coffin corner, I guess it's once it goes out there, it's dead. Is that why it's called a coffin corner? Next is coffin nail, two words. Yeah, it's like the nail that you hammer into things. Noun from 1888, it is slang for the synonym cigarette. Uh, I see where they're going with that. I mean, for one thing, it's shaped like a nail, but not literally. Uh, but more metaphorically, if you're smoking the cigarettes, it could be the thing, the nail, the thing that... What's the phrase? The last nail in the coffin. It's You're done. It's going to kill you. Don't smoke cigarettes. That's what I'm trying to say. Next is... Coffel or coffle. Coffle? Coffle. It's subtly different. C O F F L E. Noun from 1799. A train of slaves or animals fastened together. Well, this is pretty terrible. I don't like this at all. Coffle. I don't like you, coffle. Um, it is from the Arabic word kafila or kafila or kafila. I don't know how to pronounce that word. It starts with a Q. Uh, and it means caravan. Um, yep, that. but that's what it is. It's in here, so we got to talk about it. Next is C of S, the letter C of the letter S. And, of course, C and S are capitalized. Abbreviation for chief of staff. Next is co-function, noun from 1909. A trigonometric function whose value for the complement of an angle is equal to the value of a given trigonometric function of the angle itself, as in the sine, S-I-N-E, is the co-function of the cosine. Man, I don't remember any of this stuff. Not much, at least. All right, we are on our last word. It is the word cog. We have five forms. Don't worry, they're pretty short. So the first form of cog, C-O-G, are they? Do they have the same uh, uh, pronunciation? I think they do. I would. I would say cog. Cog. How do you say it? Cog. I think I say cog. Cog. Okay. Noun from the 13th century. One, a tooth in the rim of a wheel or gear. Number two, a subordinate but integral person or part. That's me at my job. Cogged with a G-E-D at the end, is an adjective. It has been cogged. I don't know. Something's been cogged. Uh, the etymology says it is from Middle English cog, C-O-G-G-E, of Scandinavian origin, akin to the Swedish, Swedish, kug, K-U-G-G-E, and that means cog. Second form of cog is a verb from 1532, starting with intransitive, Number one is obsolete, to cheat in throwing dice. Number two is also obsolete. The synonym is deceive. Yeah, I've never heard this. That's I've, I have not heard this because it is obsolete. Interesting. Number three, oh, it's also obsolete. Uh, to use venal or venal? To use venal flattery. I'm not sure what venal is, but I'm guessing it's 
something, something. Uh, okay, now we have transitive number one, to direct the fall of fraudulently. Um, and then the thing that you would be directing the fall of would be dice. So that is where we get the, the cheating, deceiving, um, how you can direct the fall of the dice fraudulently. I have no idea. People, I guess, are very talented. I could not do that. Uh, and then number two is also obsolete. It is the synonym Weedle. W-H-E-E-D-L-E. Weedle. Uh, and then this is from the obsolete cog, which means a trick. Ooh, maybe we're going to see that because now we have the third form of cog. Um, I don't think any of these are trick. Anyway, third form of cog, transitive verb, 1823, to connect by means of mortises and tenons. And the things that you are connecting could be timbers or joints. Um, probably an alternative of the word cock. C-O-C-K, which means to cog. Fourth form of cog, noun from 1830. It sounds so weird to say this word. It is a tenon on a beam or timber. Tenon is T-E-N-O-N, if you don't know. And our last one is the fifth form of cog, abbreviation for the word cognate. C-O-G-N-A-T-E. That will be in tomorrow's episode. So, the words today were coffee clutch, coffee maker, coffee mill, coffee pot, coffee ring, coffee roll, coffee room, coffee royal, coffee shop, coffee table, coffee table, coffee tree, coffer, coffer dam, coffin, coffin bone, coffin corner, coffin nail, coffle, C of S, co-function, and cog. Um, I will pick, I'll probably pick one of the coffee, yeah, maybe we should pick coffee ring as the word of the episode because it's coffee cake in the shape of a ring, and I did not pick coffee cake in yesterday's episode, so I sort of got to pick it today. Coffee ring, it's a ring of coffee cake. I'm gonna eat it up, I'll start from one end, and I'm gonna go all around in a circle and eat the coffee ring. All right, that happened. It is today. So I think these holidays are getting messed up, right? Um, Because it says that it's Cry of Dolores, but I thought that yesterday had Cry of Dolores from some other thing. I don't know. Something's weird here. Um, It is Independence Day in Papua New Guinea. It is International Day for the Preservation of the Ozone Layer. In Malaysia, it is Malaysian Armed Forces Day. Also in Malaysia and Singapore, it is Malaysia Day. In Libya, it is Martyrs Day. In St. Kitts and Nevis, it is National Heroes Day. Anything else? It is Mexico Independence Day. See, this says Yom Kippur starts, but the other page said that it was yesterday. Why can't they get on the same page? Literally, I don't know. So either yesterday or today, Yom Kippur was starting. Um... Anything else? Any fun holidays? Let's look at those. It is Anne Bradstreet Day, also known as Anne Dudley Bradstreet. It shows a picture of a book. Maybe she's an author. It is, ooh, Free Queso Day. So maybe there are restaurants that are selling, not selling, that are giving out free queso. You know, Q-U-E-S-O. It's cheese. It's, I think, Spanish for cheese. 
usually melted cheese, soft cheese of some kind. It is Mayflower Day. That's the boat. It is Mexican Independence Day. We said that. It is National Cinnamon Raisin Bread Day. That stuff's good. I don't usually have it, though. It is National Collect Rocks Day. Go find some rocks and keep them. And then don't do anything with them. Uh, ooh, National Day of Prayer and Remembrance for the Victims of Hurricane Katrina. Wow. When did that happen? Was that like 16 years ago? Six, 17 years ago? Something like that. Oh, that was that was just bad. I mean, we can't even... Bad, 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 bad. Um, it is National Guacamole Day. I I like this stuff. Let's have some guacamole, please, and thank you. Um, I don't know why this has to be a holiday. It is National Stay Away from Seattle Day. I mean, I don't live near there, so I will celebrate that, but Seattle's a good place. The Pacific Northwest is great. It is National Tattoo Story Day. So I really like this. Uh, I feel like in some form, all tattoos have a story. It might be interesting. It might not be that interesting, but all tattoos have some sort of story behind them, and I find that fascinating. Um, uh, yeah, I have something to say about that, but I don't really want to say it because it's an idea, and I don't want anybody to steal my idea because I want to do my idea. Someday, maybe I'll get around to it. It is Step Family Day, if you have a step family. It is Teenager Workout Day. All you teenagers, go work out. It is Trail of Tears Commemoration Day. Working Parents Day. Lots of parents work. It is Wrinkled Raincoat Day. Wrinkled Raincoat and da 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 That's a song, but it's it's wearing a raincoat. And then lastly, at least for this page, it is World Play-Doh Day. I have not played with the Play-Doh since I was a kid. Uh, yeah, but it's Play-Doh Day. Uh, it is also Get Ready Day. And I think, oh, National Choose Your Chocolate Day. I shall choose my chocolate. And National Pawpaw Day. But Pawpaw, what is Pawpaw? Um, it is celebrating a tropical-looking fruit that tastes like a cross between mango, banana, and sometimes other fruits. Wow, I've never heard of this. Also known as Kentucky Banana and Hillbilly Mango. Hmm. Need to find me some pawpaw. All right, that's it. We have done it. You have listened to it. I have said it. I said all the stuff, and I'll say it again tomorrow. Thank you very much for listening, and until next time, this is Spencer dispensing information to you. Goodbye.